Hello everybody and welcome to the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Yes, I said weekly, didn't I? I said weekly, Katie. <laughs> yes, he said it. It's available on iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher, whatever that is. And Fetch Everyone is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everybody really. Some websites put their best features behind the paywall. We don't. You can access everything and you can do it for free. We're supported by voluntary donations from happy users, so uh, we hope you are happy today. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Have you done it yet? Subscribe to the podcast, do it. And then visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your comments, suggestions and questions about this week's show. Hello, Katie. I'm here. And if anyone can hear in the background a little tick, 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 is because the dogs for some reason are not settled today and they're just tip-tapping around with their claws. We've decided that they should be just a part of the background noise of our podcast um, because they're part of the background noise of our life, isn't that right? Yes, and much like Adrian says, you know, real life. I can't remember what she says. (laughs) She says something about... (laughs) Don't mind if your dogs... Sorry, Adrian. She says, don't mind if your dogs do things. Yeah, that's what she says. Adrian is the yoga lady for those people who don't know. Lots of love in, lots of love out. Yeah, I sometimes walk into our, our bedroom and Katie's doing some kind of lotus position or I don't know, what what's your favourite one? <laughs> um, I don't mind lotus position, it's not de- definitely not my favourite. I probably just, yeah, downward dog is a goodie, pigeon. Yeah, what even is the lotus position? I just don't, I just it's threw it It's the one in. that your boy was doing in the oh, photo. Oh, the, kind of, the traditional kind of arm yeah, one, right, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. We had plenty of comments from you guys last week. We did. Um, so I'm going to apologise right now because I don't know how to pronounce this name. I'm going to go with my gut feeling here. So Pedro's calls, but it could be Pedro Scals. Not sure. Um, he says he's been laughing as he listens, which hopefully is not at us, but um, hopefully with us. Sai has been listening on... Uh, his commute. His commute. You've met, you've met him, haven't you? <laughs> Have you met him? I don't know. I'm sorry, Sai. Our runner says he's found out about things that he's missed, sort of things that have been going on that he's missed that have been going on, if that makes sense. And one of the things I was going to suggest is that if there are features of the site that you're using that you feel are kind of niche features and they're not massively being used, then maybe just mention them on uh, fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast so that we can highlight them to other people because that's always useful. The site is a bit like a sort of slightly gone to seed mansion with a million rooms and, and, and some of those rooms like people don't get to go in them very often and if you think you found a, a, a good little spot somewhere on the site then let us know and I'll if it's really is good I'll give it a bit more prominence you know just bring it to the to the homepage once in a while so um, yeah let us know about things that you feel like no one else has noticed on the site <laughs> apart from hopefully Ian's noticed them and Minardi we've performed a miracle she's looking forward to her ironing so she can listen to the podcast which is I mean frankly just stop doing the ironing so. what is an iron Katie? <laughs> I don't know um, <laughs> Trin has done a little bit more detail on her piece that she did for us last week she's elaborated a bit more in her blog and she's also done a blog about a long run that she did this week and how she kind of chopped up using her technique and it's really an interesting read um, sounds like it would be good good kind of mind work for you and maths and all sorts of things. Um, Fleecy 
says that Trin's voice is so chilled she should teach meditation or do sleep therapy. Yeah, she did seem really um, She did say somewhere that um, she'd just done a really long run, so she maybe was tired. she was a little bit knackered. Which brings us on to Nightjar. Oh. Nightjar, are you with us? Are you awake? Wake up! <laughs> Wake up, Nightjar! <laughs> because he's been falling asleep to the podcast. He's actually admitted that. In fact, I think it might have been Silver Shadow that admitted that for him. I tell you what, we listen to the the archers, though, like, and sometimes... Like, instead of having a little read at bedtime, they go, oh, should we sit the archers on? And about 15 minutes later, the closing credits, you know, theme tune comes on, and we're both like, whoa, yeah, switch that off. <laughs> Sometimes so, you don't even wake up for that, and I have to nudge you to turn it off. Um, yeah, so um, that was lots of comments from from the last week's podcast. But the other thing we asked for was your um, post-long-run fueling strategies. Yeah, which sort of rituals. You there, you're going to talk about. Yeah, so Fleecy, first of all, suggested uh, that a sauna is nice um, after you've been running through bogs and stuff like that. You know, the kind of thing she does. Um, well, it's, it's great if you've got one. Have we got a sauna, <laughs> do you know? Sadly, not at the moment. No, the bathroom gets quite hot sometimes because mm. the radiator's a bit funny in there. It's a bit but... uncontrolled, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have a sauna, but um, yeah, perhaps we'll all pile around to fleeces. Mm. Um, Trin is back suggesting Paul's homemade energy balls. Um, I believe Paul is Trin's other half, um, and <laughs> they're sharing their balls. <laughs> And then followed by a healthy smoothie and a hot shower. And then after the shower, she always puts on her comfiest clothes and has a rest with her legs up. Um, and Lynn's also suggests comfy clothes as well. So that seems to be a bit of a theme. It's, it's just yeah. masses and masses of comfort after all the exertion. Well, it's just nice treating yourself, isn't it? You know, a nice treat, something to eat, one of Paul's homemade energy balls, and then feet up. Yeah. And... Another common theme was the, the chocolate milk. Um, yes. Scribblers suggested that um, we should try and get in touch with Fridge again and try and get them to sponsor us. I have been trying lots. Last time I saw they were sponsoring British Athletics. So uh, whether or not they'd also sponsor Fetch as well and put us on their bottles, I somehow doubt. But maybe <laughs> if they could just send us a crate. So if you're listening, Fridge, send us a crate. Come on, mm. do it. Mm -hmm. um, Bint finishes her run at Caterham. So she can buy a big pot of tea and a bar of chocolate um, and then gets the train home. I like the idea of a nice big pot of tea at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Anything really. Nice and big and warm and comforting. Oh, I like me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And How Far says when he was running in the Peak District, he his post-run ritual was to just hose himself down at the outside tap. Um, like like the dogs do when we come back from a walk, we have to hose them down sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, I was imagining the dogs hosing themselves down then. Well, that would be awesome if mm. we could get Stephen to hose his snout down after he's been eating stuff out of the oh, bushes. Yeah, that would he would become a perfect dog then, wouldn't he? Really, yeah. or just not doing it in the first place. Yeah, and then a shower, tea, and malt loaf. So um, that reminds me as well of after London Marathon um, in. 2008 it was, I was sitting on the coach heading back up north and um, just going through my goodie bag and eating absolutely everything, including the malt loaf, which I wouldn't normally go near, but I was even sort of contemplating the shampoo samples. I was that sort of in need of calories on the on the bus. Um, yeah, and Pot Hunter drinks Milo 
Another chocolate malt drink. I've not heard of that, have you? No, I've not heard of that at no. all. Sounds nice, though. Okay. If they want to sponsor us, we'll take a sample <laughs> of that as well. Minardi has gone for the, the 80s throwback of Banana Nesquik. Oh. Mm, yeah, you've got to love We'd that. take that sponsorship as also. Yeah, Any. yeah. <laughs> Anybody got anything to send us? <laughs> we'll take it. Um, and Baroness BL uh, says that for goodness sakes, uh, her choice, but she hasn't seen them around recently and asks if, if they're still around. I know that um, LC2 used to use those. Um, for well, sure. Yeah. I googled it and, and yeah, you can, they're like on Amazon, they're on Google and you know, you can find them on the shopping tab on Google. Um, if you do use Amazon, go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash Amazon and you get a little kickback. So, um, so Ian, what have you been working on this week? I've been doing some more work on the monthly summaries. If you want to see what that's all about, go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash month. It, as the name suggests, summarises everything to do with your, your month. Uh, the interesting thing that it does, to my mind, is it looks at the pace you've been running throughout the month and then breaks it down into little chunks so you can see, you can set up like a, a red area for your fastest runs and the, the cool, calming blue for your recovery runs and at various colours in between. So you can see whether you've been running at all the same pace throughout the month, whether you've varied it nicely, um, and whether you're sort of getting faster as you're starting to see more chunks of time in, in the faster bands. So there's a whole bunch of stuff there. Check that out at fetcheveryone.com forward slash month. And within that, within the setting of your pace bands, um, I think... Well, we've got a piece from Bint later, which is really interesting, um, talking about pace. And it has been one of those subjects that's come back to me quite a few times during the week when I've been training. Um, anyway, we'll we'll talk about that a bit more later when Bint, uh, when we have Bint's recording. Um, but just bearing in mind, when you're setting your pace bands, don't beat yourself up too much if there are times when you can't hit those paces in the way you'd like to. But th yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll come, come back to that. that. We'll come back to that. I've also been editing about 4,000 words of blogs from Metronome and the Duckinator, who went to central France to visit the Volvic Volcanic Experience. It was a press trip and they came out of the hat as, as our lucky uh, winners of that. So they spent uh, three or four days out in the snow in France, climbing up mountains and sampling the local cuisine. So I hope to get that up on the site, uh, hopefully later on today, today's Monday. It so is. look out for that. And we also, like last time, picked out our forum favourites. So uh, Katie, which threads have you been looking at this week? Well, what I'd say is that these, these threads are not necessarily threads that I'm on a lot, but they I just wanted to highlight them because I think they're quite nice and quite interesting and a little bit different as well. So um, we've got the knitting, crocheting and general craftery thread, which I'm not a crafty person at all, but I know lots of crafty people. Um, and at the moment on the telly, it's the Great British British British. <laughs> British British Sewing Bee, and there's lots of chat about that at the moment. So if you're following that programme, get yourself over onto the knitting, crocheting and general craftery thread, because um, they're all having a little chat about that. Yeah, um, I just wanted to mention... <laughs> <laughs> so Katie has just done her bit to the microphone and then just turned and like eyeballed me and and you say you're not a crafty person you just put me on the spot right <laughs> well, there no, it says different here, kind of craft room. oh yeah man's room so 
my man doesn't sort of go out and buy a ball of wool from the local wool shop or even go to Hobbycraft. She just goes on eBay and, and finds these bulk stuff. stuff she that, buys like, entire wool shops. She buys one wool shop at a time and then... <laughs> What, so she, she'll she'll get a good price for a, a massive massive amount of wool and then um, make the money back by by selling little batches of it off to her friends. So she's kind of like the equivalent of some sort of drug cartel in the in the Welsh valleys. I'm not sure. Well, she about doesn't that, break anybody's but legs. No. But. <laughs> she also makes. I would like to say as well that she also makes a huge amount of stuff and and sells it for charity. Yeah. <laughs> Just. To give the other side of There's it. There's a nicer side to it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. just don't get on the wrong side of her or she'll, uh, yeah. she'll make you regret it. <laughs> <laughs> With a really hard stare, but no, she's lovely. Yeah, lovely, she is very, very lovely. And uh, one of the threads I wanted to mention was the Who Squares Wins thread. We tried describing the game uh, last week or so, and um, it's one of these things where it doesn't always click what exactly it's all about so should we have another go yeah let's have another go okay so you start in the center of a grid you can choose where you want that grid to be it's best to pick a place where you do a lot of running <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense right it does yeah. definitely make sense to so do that you go out of your front door and you run around your grid and every little square that you hit in your grid... It's a mile, the grid, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's one mile east, one mile west, north, south. So you run around that little bit around your home or your workplace or wherever, and you collect the squares. Meanwhile, somebody... Anybody... Somebody? <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. Somebody else, somewhere else in the world, is running around their square. But every week you are matched up against a different person from somewhere around the world. So whilst you're collecting your squares, they're collecting their squares. And the game just sort of mashes those two grids together. I'm playing a fetchy called The Other Richard this week and he's totally handed my backside to me on a plate. Um, so I'm hoping for better luck. Mm, um, I've had a bad few weeks. I've been up against it really with my opponents. Yeah. But the interesting thing is sometimes you are up against someone local and so you actually might be running some of the bits of your grid that will be the same actually geographically as theirs. But a lot of the time, so for example grid, he's miles up north away from here. So his grid is entirely different to my grid. Grid's grid. Grid's grid. <laughs> it's different, very different to my grid one. Okay. No, but it's interesting because you basically you collect your squares and they can run over them and get them back off you. Yeah. And then there are cake squares. What are cake squares, Ian? A cake square is where you've both visited that particular square the equal number of times, basically. So you, you you're tied in that square. Mm. So if you then run through that cake square, mm. it's yours until your opponent strikes back. Okay, so I think. In all honesty, I'm not even really completely sure what, what Who Squares Wins is, but I play it and I enjoy it and I enjoy seeing how I'm doing against my opponent. And this is why I mentioned the, the thread, thread, because if you're having a few sort of mental difficulties as we are describing it, then uh, come and visit the thread, find it on the forum and ask any kind of stupid question you might have, because seriously, it's not a stupid question. And often 
it helps me to sort of think about how I'm describing the game as well when I see the sort of problems people are having playing it. Mm. Um, but it's good fun and a lot of people have a lot of nice things to say about it. So come along to that thread and join in the banter. If you're playing someone, you can just dish out a bit of trash talk if you're feeling confident or, you know, lull them into a false sense of security by saying, I'm no, no running for me this week. And then you sneak out at midnight and get it all done. I've been enjoying looking at the hanging out the washing thread. Um, they have all sorts of things on there, guys. I haven't posted yet. I'm, I'm just waiting until I actually am hanging out some washing because I'm a, nice bit, of a bit of a tumble dryer myself. But um, they have all sorts of things on there, including extreme pegging. Apparently there are photos of some extreme pegging. I, I haven't actually seen them in the gallery. So if anyone from that thread, it's a bit of a niche thread, but if anyone from there wants to highlight some extreme pegging photos from the gallery, we'd love to see that. That's very niche. And also fluffing. There's a bit of fluffing that goes on. To find out more on that... Is the fluffing before the pegging? or the... No, no, it's definitely after the pegging. Oh. It's a checking technique, I believe, for checking if your washing's dry. Right. Um, and also, it's a very good thread for weather forecasts, obviously. So go and check that one out because it's kind of sweet and um, and a bit of fun and, and also kind of environmentally friendly too, unlike me. Yeah, I get the feeling there's some kind of like hidden innuendo in that thread somewhere with the pegging and the fluffing. Do you? Yeah. Are you dirty mind? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a niche mind. Yes. Um, and another thread I like is the C-block thread. Uh, go and hunt that one out. I last worked in an office with with other humans uh, a good sort of 12 years ago. I think that's how long I've been uh, working at home on Fetch now. So I've missed out on a heck of a lot of this sort of corporate communication. But it's, it's all about people sharing sort of... Uh, cringy things that they've been sent at work, people who've done reply to all and, and, and crashed web servers and mail servers, that kind of thing. So it's just a bit of fun. And if you work in an office, you could probably empathize with a lot of it. But don't forget to redact your material if you don't want to get yourself into trouble. Well, we've got a, a little recording now. We're calling it the Fleecy PC. And uh, well, I've just called it that. Yeah, that's straight off. Um... <laughs> straight from the mind of Katie. <laughs> the Fleecy PC. Um, it's a lovely little piece um, that Fleecy's done about one of her favourite runs, um, one of the runs that she does regularly, so here we go. Hello Fetchies and podcast people, this is Fleecy here. So I'm recording this on one of my favourite runs, which is along the river. It's actually pretty ugly this bit, there's an industrial estate behind, a bin lorry just went past, but you can hear the birds tweeting. There's usually a heron somewhere along here, just near the dual carriageway. Very, very glamorous. Um, and I have seen kingfishers here on about three occasions, which I think is pretty darn cool. So it's right next to the railway line, so any second now there's probably loads of train noise. And it's also next to the dual carriageway, but I still love it. It's muddy and it's pretty in a kind of dirty sort of way and there's open skies where the water meadows are and every time you come along it looks just a bit different there's you know new wildflowers popping up or the grass is going longer or there's snow or there's ice or there's mud or 
it's the leaves are coming on the trees or the leaves are falling off the trees so even though it's a bit dingy and a bit dirty and a bit muddy and yes there's quite a bit of litter over there I still love it anyway so this is my favorite run bye oh that was nice and um, that really reminds me of running along the Arrowash Canal when I'm up north visiting my boy I recognised a lot of what Fleecy said about there being this mixture of really nice little bits and sort of bits where you see a bit of nature and then all of a sudden you run past the the recycling centre or you run past an old factory with all the windows broken and uh, yeah it's kind of scuzzy at times but then it's got a bit of a a, a sort of a, a beauty to it mm. even even the scuzzy bits have a sort of uh, something about them I think yeah definitely um, so yeah that's certainly my one of my favorite uh, running places at the moment and uh, what about you Katie I think my probably my favorite running mile is along the river from the meadow which I, I know that doesn't mean anything to you guys listening but we have a meadow just near our house which kind of signals the start of a bit of countryside uh, and along the river, the River Greatoos, um, all the way down to uh, the lock at, at Priory. It's called Cardington Lock, actually. And it's a really nice mile. It's all by the river. There really is a little tiny bit of road noise, but it's it's kind of in the distance. And I have seen kingfishers along there as well, so I, I think they are magical creatures, really. Um, and I often run that with Stephen, so it's quite a nice relaxing mile, usually with a couple of stops here and there. Yeah, it's quite a bit of tree cover on there as well, yeah. isn't it? yeah. So we'd love to hear about your favourite mile or your, your favourite bit of uh, running that you like to do. So do send us your audio recordings describing those. You can email them to uh, podcast at fetcheveryone.com. And um, I've also been trying to build a feature for the site where you can actually map out your favourite mile just by clicking points on a map to sort of highlight where it is. And the idea is, is that other fetchies can, as they roam about the country, they can collect other fetch miles from other people. So um, look out for that in the near future. Yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, so thanks, Lucy. Thank you. And also thank you to Bint, who's um, recorded a nice piece as well about um, pace and really thinking about pace instead of thinking too much about minute miles thinking about your perceived effort. So um, anyway, here's Bint to explain a bit more. Hello Fetchies, it's Bint McSkint here, speaking to you from Under a Cat. Today I'm going to talk to you, whether you like it or not, about running to feel or rate of perceived exertion, RPE, if you want to get all technical and fancy down about the whole thing. My coach, Eddie Sutton, uh, rather than give me a pace to run at, she gives me an effort. So um, easy, steady, hard, recovery, uh, cruise is one that's turned up recently and my personal favourite, Bimble. Now, I really love the fact that we can comment on each other's training on Fetch. Uh, stick with me, this is not a complete non sequitur. I am going somewhere with this, bear with and all that. Um, it, I like to follow my friends and even if it's just a little smiley face, you know that you're not training in a vacuum. Um, but occasionally I will go out and I'll do an easy run and I'll get a comment like, uh, are you sure that was an easy run? It looks a little bit first. Or uh, that was really quite slow. Or you ran slow today. So that's why I'm here, really, just to talk about the fact that easy is an effort 
and not a pace. Same for steady, hard, cruise, bimble. An effort, not a pace. My range of easy pace can be, she said, hopefully eight minutes 30 on a really, really good day and 12 minutes 30 on another day. Yes, that's four minutes difference. And yes, I'm doing maths for you because I am that kind. It's all about the difference in prep. It's There are so many things that make a difference. So many things. Uh, there's the prep that you do. It's the terrain, what you ate the night before, uh, how well you slept, the weather, whether it's muddy, your emotional or your mental state. The list is, well, it's probably not endless, but it's pretty long. Um, I thought what I would do is compare a couple of runs from last week. I ran easy on Tuesday and I also ran easy on Wednesday. On Tuesday, my average pace was 8.56 minute miling. And on Wednesday, it was 9.38. A little bit of a difference there. So let's think back to those two runs. Tuesday, I had rested well the day before. I'd slept really well and I'd ate well. I went out, breezed through my run. Wednesday's run was a little bit different. I'd obviously run the day before. I'd slept really badly and dinner the previous night was a large glass of Malbec in the cinema and a really underwhelming halloumi wrap from Leon at London Bridge Station on the way home. Seriously, that was the first and last time I am going to buy food at Leon. Um, it was lukewarm and the copious amounts of I don't know what it is, sauce or whatever it is they put on it, dripped onto my jeans, which were clean on, and they had to go in the wash. So I'm not going back there. So there you go. A difference, 8.56 to 9.38. You'll notice I'm not doing the maths this time um, because it's, yeah, it's harder. Um, and it's all about not looking at Garmin. You don't have to run naked. You just have to not look at your watch. Um, I love my stats. Eddie needs to see my training, so the stats are needed. But it, it's really easy. There are lots of people who say to me, oh, but I couldn't not look at my Garmin. I have to keep an eye on what pace I'm doing. I am. If I was a Mr. Man or Little Miss, I would be Little Miss impatient. And yet I managed to run the whole of the South Downs Way 50 without looking at my watch. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm saying it again. Easy is an effort, not a pace. Imagine a short, angry, pink-faced little person with a speech bubble coming out of her mouth and easy is an effort, not a pace, written into it, in capitals. Thank you very much. Anyway, here's Bint to explain a bit more. I listened to this um, when Bint sent it to us last week, and it's been on my mind all week, really. Um, so I've been coming back from a virus, and um, last Tuesday I was running with Ian, we did five miles, and I was feeling the pace was not easy. The pace was definitely more like comfortably hard. I don't think that fits into any of Vince's um, descriptions of pace, but for me, comfortably hard is not long run pace. Long run pace should be easy, should be chatting easily. And I was maybe managing four or five words at a time and certainly pushing a little bit harder. And actually, when I looked, my pace was somewhere around 10 to 10.15. And I think normally that would be my easy long run pace. But because I was coming back from the virus, maybe my heart rate was a little bit up. Um, all of those things. So it was just interesting for me to kind of get that, have a, having listened to Bint and then putting it into practice and realising, oh yeah, that's true. Easy is not uh, is not a pace. It's a it's your perceived effort. I also listened to Bint's piece much earlier on in the week, and as a result, I've got my heart rate monitor out for the first time in a while, and I think that's also a great way of uh, running to effort rather than 
to pace because um, as Bent mentioned, there are certain conditions like, you know, if you're running on a really slippery, gravelly kind of path that gives under your feet, then it's harder to maintain the pace than if you're on nice smooth concrete or tarmac. Um, again, you know, if the weather conditions are bad, then it makes it harder to run to a certain pace. And if you've got something wrong with you, like a cold or something, then again, it's harder to keep the pace up. So your heart rate is a great way of saying, you know, what sort of effort you're actually putting in. So it's a step towards just sort of internalizing it all and, and being able to sort of think, I'm going to run easy today. Yeah. Um, it's also for those of you who do like maintaining a pace, it's kind of another way of being able to challenge yourself. You can say, right, okay, my, I'm going to stay under 145 beats a minute for my run, but I want to see how fast I can do that. So it still allows you to challenge yourself, still allows you to keep those stats in front of your face, but also it's just a different kind of challenge. So I totally get the people who, who can't sort of turn away from the numbers. But um... Yeah, and I think, I think it is just, it is exactly that, that there are some people who really need to see the numbers. And if, it, if, if they have to come away from looking at the minute mile number, then the heart rate will, will take them, exactly as you say, towards more the idea that easy is an effort, not a pace. Yeah, I which think, is the point of Bint's piece, really. Yeah, eventually, I think with, with enough experience, you get to the point where you are able to sort of know how you're feeling. Or trust it as well. And, Tr and trust, trust yourself. Trust yourself that yeah. you're putting in the effort that you need to be for the conditions on that day. Yeah, so that was yeah. a great piece. Thanks, yeah. Bint. Thank you. Yeah. So it's a big week in our house. It's the England Wales match. It's the 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 one moment every year when. Uh, all sort of the uh, pinnacle of nerves yeah so we're, we're both a bit nervous about it but we thought what we do this week is um rather than predict it because we're both hoping that our our teams will win is that we'd have some kind of forfeit so if the unthinkable happens and, and england happen to win i've agreed that i'm going to go and try some skin swimming with katie that so that means just kind of bathing costume, in the river, last as long as I can, clamber to the side. We're going to need to borrow some neoprene gloves for that, for sure, because um, Ian does suffer with his his, uh, his hands. Um, but yes, yeah, so if that's only if the unthinkable happens, obviously. And if the other unthinkable thing happens, and, um, and Wales win, then um, I could do with a forfeit, but I don't really know, because I'm so mad and crazy already um but yeah, yeah. already jump into rivers <laughs> but no if there is anything anyone wants to suggest if you can be bothered yeah, um, no no please be bothered come on <laughs> get as creative as you like we'd like Not to see some creative. forfeits for katie she'll pick one or i'll pick one and um well, well you see... picked yours so i pick mine okay all right i didn't well, pick swim while swimming for you yeah i i just totally voluntarily said that yeah. So I must be seeing something in it. So let us have your your cruelest and most horrendous ideas for Katie's forfeit and uh, and come on Wales. Um, yeah. There are some other matches. Apparently, yes. um, we've got Scotland France. Katie, who's going to win that one? Scotland. Yeah, and Ireland, Italy. Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, I I go along with that. I think Scotland are just. A little bit too cohesive. Come on, um, Scotland. And France seemed to have played only 40 minutes of rugby in the tournament so far. 
Uh, no disrespect to England, but uh, yeah. <laughs> See the trash talk. The trash oh, talk's coming in. God. Okay. And but they have. Um... Well, they they well, they, they pushed they, Wales they were... quite hard, didn't they? Yeah, that's why I'm saying right. they're they 40 minutes in the first half. They scored 16 points against us, and then they didn't, didn't turn up in the second half, so we won. And then obviously England totally took them apart, so that, yeah. that's my point. That's really. not really what your point was, but anyway. My point. So my point was that <laughs> England. We spent too much time on this again. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're moving on now. Yeah. Um, we're moving on to the outro. So yeah, clear off. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Have you hit that subscribe button yet? I'm not talking about subscribing to fetch now as in give us money although that is nice i mean subscribe to the podcast because have you done it yet have you done it yet what about now how now how now <laughs> how now how now <laughs> subscribe now hit the button and then every time we drop one of these podcasts you'll get a little notification on your phone or ads and um you can listen to us every week so send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments, questions, suggestions and forfeits. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.